<clears throat> intro, intro, beginning, beginning of what this podcast, podcast, a broadcast, broadcast, podcast, audio and video, slam poetry's hard, um, we had Dan Clark, Clark, Lewis and Clark, Sacagawea, Boats, just kidding, Dan Clark, he's good at basketball and he's a comedian, we had a pretty good time, um, etc., But Anyways. I don't know. I feel like it kind of helps you, like, it, like locks you in. You don't have, yeah, to, yeah. You kind of focus. Um, we've seen him at open mics all around town. He's a funny guy. He won't leave you with a frown. He might actually. We've never hung out, but with our questions and his answers, we'll see what he's about. He might be dumb, but he also might be smart. Please welcome our pretty good guest. Dan Clark. <laughs> that's, that's the best intro I've ever heard in my life. We do what we can. You leave so much room for anything. Like, so Dan, what? What about you? What about me? Uh, day one, I, start. Day one of like life or like comedy. Life. I grew up in uh, Blackfoot, Idaho. You know where that is? Yeah, that's where that's where Jack's from. Oh, I know it was the weirdest shit ever. Yeah, like, he was I, our last guest. That, I didn't know he was our last guest, but that I grew up in Blackfoot. Yeah, I mean, so I started comedy pretty late. I just kind of decided to do it, and like the first comedian I saw was from Blackfoot. I was like, "Are we in the Matrix? What's going on? Here? This is weird." That's funny. I actually have a friend from Blackfoot from college, and he's also pretty funny. But he doesn't do stand-up. He does doctor stuff. It's a depressing place. <laughs> you have to be funny. What is there to do? In you Blackfoot? Have, you have the day off. Oh, like what, what would I do? You have a day off and $300 cash in your pocket. Oh. In Boise or where am I at? Blackfoot. No, you're in Blackfoot. Oh, in Blackfoot. Yeah. What is there to do? Oh, it doesn't matter about the money. Okay. <laughs> There's no place to spend $300 other than a casino, yes. But that's not even in Blackfoot. But I, I don't know, you could buy some beer, some Keystone Light at the Flying J <laughs> or the okay. Chevron. Nice. Okay, so you have beer and a day off. Is this what I would do in Blackfoot or like I just the typical Blackfoot in? I mean, a little bit of both, I suppose. I just oh, don't, I don't know anything about Blackfoot. What I would do is pay someone to drive to Boise and get me some weed or probably Pocatello. And then come back, smoke that. Is Blackfoot a reservation town? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. right on right on the reservation. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you could don't even, you could go ten miles and get it probably the reservation. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, okay. Then the, now the comedy part. Day one. <laughs> yeah. How long you been doing stand up? Uh, my six months was actually like a week ago. Congratulations. Yeah. Still here. Way to stay consistent. Uh, I did take like. <laughs> And those are the kind of funky sound effects you can expect on the Pretty Good Podcast. Buckle up, Dan! <laughs> Honestly, I started to watch a little bit, and I was like, no, I don't want to know what you guys do, so I can be surprised when I'm here. Oh, then we should have prepared way more, like, yeah. antics. Saying, you can do whatever yeah. you want. I'm, I'm, I yeah, will we be the perfect guest. We should have created a little more tomfoolery. Yeah. Tom, yeah. That's a, a word from my age. I love it. <laughs> I you like, know the tomfool? <laughs> 
Uh, well, but back Mr. in my day, he, he was just Tom Regular. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Before. Okay. So well, before he gained status, it was yeah. foolery. Yeah, I had to do some pranks first and then got the full status. So did you have anything like in your life that made you want to do stand-up like six months ago? Uh, yeah, actually. Well, I've, I've always wanted to do it. It's like a dream of mine. Yeah. And I'm kind of in a do-try-everything kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I have a very weird life. I told you the whole timeline. But uh, I had this dog, and he... What two, are you, 31? 30, yeah, 31. <laughs> give or take seven years. Nice. Probably give. But, so he's uh, 24. Yeah, <laughs> 24, 38. 14-year range. Sick. Uh, yeah, anyways, my dog died. Oh, and I made a promise when one of my two little Yorkies died, I would try and stand up. I didn't expect him to die for like five years. So I was a little surprised. But. Do you have any jokes about that? I did, but then Chris Foster's dog got sick, and so he's uh, just cornered the market on uh, sick dog oh, stuff. Either, dude. That's his rough. Dog, his dog's right still alive, so dog. technically, you know, I wouldn't want to step on the toes. Right. It would be a little bit insensitive, I think, <laughs> doing dead dog You jokes. don't want to be insensitive. His dog needs a back stand. brace. <laughs> I did. My, the first time on stage, I did mention it. Good. So I let people know I'm here because my dog died. So. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Did it go well? Not the joke about the dead dog, but I did all right. Okay. I mean, not, not all right for how I am now. I can look back now, and it's like, dang, dude, you look like an idiot. But, but there were some chuckles in the ground. Well, you know, there was enough to, like, I could tell I had something there. I just didn't know how to structure jokes yet. And you know what I mean? Well, sometimes, Oh yeah. even now, I'll get on stage, and I'm like, I'm not sure how to make this into a joke. I just know it's funny. So I feel that. I'm going to try and say it. Yeah. I definitely feel that. Give us, like, a, what's a cool show experience you've had in the last semi-year? The cool show experience. Yeah, just looks like a yeah story. Uh, well, I got a big show coming up. I have to do thirty minutes, which is crazy Whoa, for some yeah. people. That have been doing it six months, but I'm not really like I said, the say no kind of guy. I got offered it. That's sick. So I took it. So that's big. Uh, I did comic of the year and didn't do my best, but there were some ringers there. Not ringers, but there were some good dudes there. When was comic of the year? Oh, my breathing. Oh, is that a sound effect or is that? Me? Oh, it's sometimes the cord. Sometimes the cord on rubs on stuff. Oh, you're yeah, good. It's here. fine. I, I have a lot of uh, OCDs, so I'll yeah. definitely hear all that. <laughs> that's fair. and But it's also, that's just kind of how it sounds when we play it. Well, I'll also edit it down a little oh, bit. And it kind of gets rid of that. No um, a little. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, 30 minutes or something? Yeah, 30 minutes, uh, May 30, 13th, 30. New Colony. I didn't realize that was Boise Hempfest Day oh, until like really? today. That's how I post about it. And they're like, May 13th. Boy, I was like, that's that same day. What? So it's at a bar. I'm pretty excited. That's sick. A bunch of bands are playing after me, so people are going to be confused, but that might help or might hurt. <laughs> we'll see. I would rather a band play after. Me yeah. too, than a comedian, because I'm like, it's not like he can be funnier than me. <laughs> I mean, if he is, I should probably quit. Yeah. I would try to just structure my set to always seem like you're introing the band. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of, yeah, I'm going to do a lot of plays. I don't know a lot about like that type of music. In music in general, that's the one genre I probably yeah. am the most ignorant about, <laughs> which I play on a lot. So I kind of find that faking it is not really the way to go if I go in there and try to make jokes about music. They'll be like, this guy's a poser. So I'm going to make jokes about how I don't know about music. And they'll be like, yeah, I believe you, dude. You know. Say less. Yeah, I think that'll work. Do you do other performy things that aren't like uh, or well, burlesque? Or? When I was a kid, I played guitar, played piano, played okay. trumpet for you know eight to ten years. Do you still have a trumpet? I don't, but ah. I miss it, man. I could still probably play a little, actually. Damn band. All right. 
but uh, yeah, I used to be an athlete mostly. That's I had to give it up for the old sports. What uh, what sports did you do? Uh, I was the quarterback of the football team. Oh shit! Small town yeah, quarterback. Uh, yeah, we were pretty good. Big dick swinging. Went to state, <laughs> lost. Kind of crazy. Played Dude, this podcast is getting fucking out of control. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Mary Fuck Kill. Oprah, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, or um, Samson. Well, I'm sorry, dude. You're going to die. Someone's a homophobe. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> you, you don't know my fantasies about Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah. <laughs> You just answer the damn question. Yeah, he's no. just got jungle fever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what happened. You, you guys do your research, man. I haven't heard that term. <laughs> Speaking uh, of research, we saw that you write blogs. I do. I write a lot of blogs. Uh, I used that's to. I took it. I haven't done it for a couple months. But. I will, uh, read the. I guess most recent one. I think. Oh, where you're talking it? about everyone needs to read everyone's thing, and it'll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's kind of a concept where it's like, read each other's work. Was that the work. last one you did? Oh, uh, well, one of them. Yeah. Okay. Probably the top of the page. I did not read the blog, so. Um, uh, but I did stalk your Instagram. Oh, nice. And I nice. saw you have kids. I do. A lot of, I have a lot of kids. When I was 28, I had no kids, and then I, now I have six kids. So. Six yeah. kids. Nick I only saw two of them on the Instagram. I, well, I don't put a lot of them on the Instagram because. Nice. That's Comedians smart. like to take a little shots at me, <laughs> so I keep the Instagram. I try to keep it. Like I actually have an auto post from Facebook to Instagram, and if I forget, sometimes the stuff will slip through. Mm. I have that, but the other way. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't care what I go sometimes. from Instagram to Facebook. That way is fine. But I'm a the, little more picky. Huh? <laughs> Facebook, but different generations. Exactly. <laughs> I'm old. Remember? I mean, young. Twenty-four. <laughs> Twenty-four years old. Yeah, dude. Give or take. Um, so, Max, what were you going to say? I don't think I was going to Oh, you just said, um, yeah. right as I said it so, so I thought maybe oh. you were about to say something. Oh, I used to play <laughs> basketball. You guys talked about sports. Oh. Max probably uh, would be good at basketball is what people say. That's yeah. true. Would I be good, it. or did you, have you, do you play basketball? Nope. No, no, he's just really tall. Mm-hmm. Then you wouldn't be good. A, he's I pretty can, athletic, too. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of like one of those skill sports. Skill hit, like golf. I've seen him play golf. He's pretty good at it. But you play golf, though, right? Eh. Like, I mean, when someone... But if you played against someone who, like, played golf in college, would you look good at it? No. No. That's kind of... (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But when he plays against someone who's never played golf, he looks pretty good. That's cool. I'm like... That's actually cool. I'm like average at golf. Yeah, me I too. I'm, I'm not very good at golf. I feel I'll like most white over. dudes are pretty average at golf. Yeah, I'll I, swing a few over. But yeah, get a couple go straight. I you know, I think I'm I'm not unlike everyone else where I mostly just like drinking beer and driving the carts That's and hitting the ball. About. That's what it's fun: drinking Literally. and driving mm-hmm. legally. Mm-hmm. I have a joke about that. Yeah, and top golf. Driving Wait, like golf, <laughs> uh, top golf. Yeah, we got, got pretty good laughs. Basically, <laughs> top golf is for people who can't drink. Or I can't even remember the punchline now. But top golf is for people who uh, can't drink, uh, can't drive a golf cart straight or something like that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like you like to go there because you drive golf carts drunk. There. <laughs> 
It's my yeah, thing. Yeah, like, you know, I like driving the golf carts up the stairs and off the bay into the net. <laughs> Around the little circles. 30. 30 love or something. 30, yeah. How oh, does it sound off when you hit it? I don't, I don't know. I, I think that's right tennis. That is tennis. Oh. <laughs> that sounded like Wii Sports. <laughs> Wii. Wii. I love a good old Wii. Oh, yeah. Wii, Wii tennis. It's all on the wrist. So this week on Ocean News, there's a giant squid, which people think is the largest squid, but it's not. There's actually a colossal squid. Giant squid can grow up to 43 feet long and weigh 600 pounds, while colossal squid can grow up to 46 feet long and weigh 1,200 pounds. And the eyeball of a giant squid is 10 inches. And the eyeball of a colossal squid is... 11 inches. <laughs> uh, this just in, jellyfish are still out there. Fresh water. Uh, Dan? Uh, dolphins? Yeah. Yep. Right. 100%. 100%. And that's been Ocean News. <laughs> we got your current news. <laughs> Wave. <laughs> <laughs> That was swell. <laughs> that, that was yeah, swell. Uh, I can't brief we did that. So, brief. well. It's a tsunami. Brief. 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 Uh, tsunami oh. of excitement. Hey, oh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, all right. I'm Bermudan with this. Cyclone it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. These <laughs> I'm getting, they're getting worse. <laughs> oh, they're getting worse. Still thinking. Dan, Are we officially seen? done? Or uh, oh, uh, how long do you guys usually go? Well, um, <laughs> it's like well, you're pretty boring. So usually an hour. We're cutting it to five minutes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Well, have you ever seen a dead body? Oh wow! Oh uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like not a family member? Yeah. And like not at a funeral? Uh, wow, this is. Uh, if you did, I feel it, like, you don't have to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've been to morti a mortician's place. Uh, that's that's before, like not actually during a funeral. Yeah. Okay. So like you've seen them like lined up, getting all ready to be like made up by the mortician to like go into the, into the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's uh, cool. It's weird. That sounds weird. It sounds like it would smell really bad. <laughs> what uh <laughs> this bit's killing me. What are you where are you going? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just trying to be interesting. I, a dead body I, like that's I a went good to question. The I've never been asked. Body museum that. at the Discovery Center. They got a ton of bodies there. Oh yeah, but they yeah, do. For kids to see. Well, I don't know. I was like maybe wondering if he had like a fucking Stand by me situation as a kid or something <laughs> like you know, uh, fucking dead body down by the railroad tracks like with all of his friends when he was seven. Oh, you, you know, or no, like no, nothing like that. Oh. No, I'm really just trying to get a good story. <laughs> oh, how about I, this? I, I got stories. What? I, I got a topic. And I'll Check this out, right. Dan. Do you have a good story? No, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you, well, What do you want to hear about? A car, car related. Oh, car related. Car related story. Uh, okay. Um, first off, how do you guys drive drunk up here? It's ridiculous. Like, oh, like a bar road? Yeah, it's so windy. You you guys have to stay sober. It's just like you know I ride my bike everywhere. Oh, 
You know, so how do you try? <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's sort of like video <laughs> games. You know how like you start you learn a, a race track and oh, yeah, you can yeah. just kind of do it without even mm. looking most of the time. Yeah, I get it's that. like Rainbow Road and Once Mario Kart. Once you get Kart. enough during the day, at the night it's just you know. Yeah, that makes sense. It might as well just be nighttime and you're just playing. Yeah. Yeah, I can do it time. sleeping. Rated rated E for everyone. Um, good car story. Uh, when I first started comedy, a uh, month after, mm-hmm. I was driving home. I don't sleep, so I'd been up for like day and a half, two days. Cool. And uh, which isn't good, but fell asleep randomly driving on the road, which used to happen all the time. I've done that. Hit the guardrail, felt my tire go up. Instead of flying off, I reacted, turned it, ripped up my tire. It was pretty bad. No but you didn't like flip or anything? No. Damn, way to pretty, save it. I had pretty quick reactions. Way to save it. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty impressive. Uh, and, you know, still have the van. Yeah, that's... Girlfriend was mad for a month or two. But <laughs> I was pretty mad, too. I was like, dang, I can't believe I fell asleep. But yeah, that's rough. I, it was pretty cool how I survived and did not die. Fair <laughs> so trade. Worse, and then I drove back the next time for comedy a couple weeks later when I got enough guts to do it again, got over it. Driving back, and I found where I was going to fly off and die. And on the wall was a big Trump 2024 <laughs> graffiti. And I was like, I was going to die into a Trump wall. That would have been ironic. <laughs> that would have been a little bit ironic. <laughs> I mean, I almost wanted to die just for the story because then people would have been like, okay, you know how much you hated Trump? This is kind of funny. Like, was this on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, it fell asleep. Is this a protest? <laughs> it, there you go. Like, like I, I don't know what's like the Don't elect Trump. We're going to start off on ourselves. <laughs> What's like the cheapest way out? If which side should I take? If it's <laughs> <laughs> no, we just bought the van, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't oh. use that car. Mm. Of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> one. What kind of van is it? Caravan. I have a Toyota uh, non-rapist van. I have a little rapist. It's like a. Jokes. It's like a jokes little this, minivan, like a family yeah, van. Exactly. Makes sense. You have six kids. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little, I bought a little Prius though just Got for driving eight around comedy. Seats. Ooh, how about this? We'll give, you have a, give a cool kid story. Oh yeah, you got any uh, funny like daddy daycare stories? You got uh, a ton of kids. Yeah, so many. Uh, I took my shirt off for the first time in six months, and I get why girls are self-conscious because girls are mean to each other. I have mm-hmm. two girls, and literally within five seconds, one of them goes, "You look like you smell." <laughs> uh, and I was like, "That's honest." And then That's the other one goes, <laughs> "Why do you have stretch marks? You never had a baby." And then I go, give me that shirt right there. Five seconds, had a witness too. It was another, it was uh, my girlfriend's sister. She was sitting in the room like, damn, that was ridiculous. Yeah, you're, those are those are pretty brutal. Yeah. You know what sucks is I've literally written that insult down to you, like the you look like you smell. Mm-hmm. She said it naturally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, and she's I was calm gonna, and gold, dude. I was going to be like, uh, you know, like, oh, I thought it's high. And then I was like, oh, it's a kid. And so now I'm like, she can just have it. Whatever. <laughs> oh, she ha- no, literally, I'm going to delete it. She wants to say it again. No, that's a good joke, man. You should keep it's a it. really good insult. <laughs> I, she killed it. She, the best part is she doesn't know how to lie yet. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So yeah. it wasn't like she was trying to be mean. She just was honest. She's like, no, you, you, I'm looking at you as a human like, to human. You Dad, look like you smell. I see the flies. Like, I'm sorry, Dad, but I can change. see the stink lines. Yeah, you should change up what's like going on here. cartoon where they just have. <laughs> yeah, go take a bath, Pigpin. <laughs> Which is funny because she was right next to me. So she, I, went, I didn't smell, but she's just like, but you just have that look like you would. Like, all the time. <laughs> what was your rebuttal? Did you yeah, did like, you, you like, look like shit? Yeah, you're like, well, so yeah, well you're a dumb her. kid. And then you're like. Oh, well, she, she had a possible. I just went and ate the whole thing. You know. Nice. And that's, yeah, yeah, show her who's. Yeah, she's 15, so it was weird. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. She's four. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I knew you guys wouldn't see that one coming. Oh man. Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah, I got a lot of kids stories. So too much kids stories. All your, your, all six of your kids are in between zero and ten years old. No, so I have two kids. One I'm divorced. One with my girlfriend, and I have a kid that I raise because his dad's in prison. I'll call him Prison Dave. Shout out Prison Dave. He hates that. But he's in prison. PD. All right, well. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, and then I raised his kid. PD. He, he just turned three, and then I have a three-year-old. That's my youngest. And then I have an eight-year-old, or nine-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 15-year-old. But three, okay. three are step-kids. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I feel that. So two, my, two of mine, I have step-siblings. Three are step-kids. But I just refer to them all as my kids because I've been raising them for eight years. My yeah. I get that. Point getting specific. Unless, I get that, Unless dude. you don't like them. You're, <laughs> like, you're like, I have five kids. This one over here, specifically, he's a step-kid, yeah, That's though. so true. That one's a step-kid. <laughs> just so we're all aware, write it down, step-kid. The one you don't <laughs> like is not mine. That's <laughs> very true. Uh, yeah. But um, I got a lot of. If you could, two of them had autism, so okay, I, I'm pretty it, sure huh? I have. They have it. I don't know how oh. you say it. Do they have it or are they autistic? Either they one. got it. Well, the old, one of them's <laughs> older, and uh, my girlfriend has gone through the evolution where how you say it has been wrong at, at different points in his uh, life, so we mm. don't even know anymore because they're like, that's not how you say it. No, that's not how you say it. So I don't even know anymore. Do you think you could predict roughly what each kid will do when they're grown up? No, just based on how uh, no, because I thought I could do that when I was a kid. I thought I was going to be successful, and my brother, who's an idiot, <laughs> was going to be a loser, and he just so successful. That's usually how it turns and out. I was, and so I was like, <laughs> life throws you curveballs, bro. Don't believe, don't believe what you think when they're kids. They, they might be the opposite of that shit. Like, well, well, then hypothetically, in the off chance, and then you can show them this later and be like, "See, I told you." Uh, what do you mean? Oh, my kids? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, oh, no, I actually... Superman. I honestly think if my older stepson de de dedicates to basketball, he could be pretty legit, like maybe even play in Europe or something. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's got all the physical ability. He's, he's like tall and muscular and got the jumps smart, and, the, yeah, and just the game athletic. the game time. He just started late Mental. when I met him. He was like nine, mm -hmm. eight, nine or whatever. So, but yeah, now he's 14, 15, but he's legit. Cool. But I think all of them are going to be successful, honestly. I know that sounds like a parent thing to say, but I do think my youngest daughter just has to make a decision whether or not she wants to rule the world by force or by peace. It's just mm. up to her as far as... I know that fine line. That's an old office joke. I don't want to <laughs> shout out to Dwight, but legit, she scares me, man. She, whatever she puts her mind to, if she wants to be evil, she to, watch out, people. There will be millions dead. Yeah, watch out, Hillary. Damn, Someone's dude. coming for your record. She's a three and a half year old crazy person, man. I've never <laughs> seen anybody. That we have a we have a mastiff that walks around at whatever. Oh, I love pounds. mastiffs. So she's like, she looks him straight in the eye and will just be like, get out of my way and slap him. <laughs> and she's she's dogs. been bit by a dog. We had to get rid of a dog, and she got bit in the face. She does oh, that after really? she gets bit in the face, but that's what I'm saying. Face or fear. So it's not like, hey, I have trauma. She turns around and is like, are you another dog? I don't care. I'm like get the bite. fuck out of my like, way. Bite me. I went through it. <laughs> Deal with it. Like, Stomp the yard. I'm gonna bite you, motherfuckers. So I'm like, how are you doing this to dogs? I'd be curled up in a ball forever if I was two and a dog nipped at my face and cut me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I feel that. But it's kind of cool though. She, that's yeah. how she handled it. I mean, not cool as a hit a dog, but like you know, she's it's, like, yeah, it's my she's three. She's just and it's a me, you. She's just fearless. That's the kind of thing. Yeah. More than more than I think most other kids I've met. As long as she's not hitting it with a hammer or anything. <laughs> I used to be a nanny though when I was single. You used to be a nanny? Yeah, in New York City. Oh really? Yeah, when I was like, twenty-one. Where'd you listen? To that New York? sounds exciting. Like Manhattan Rye area. Yeah. Really? All the rich, rich. 
Did you okay? Who was like super rich? Like you know, what hedge did, fund owned them. Hedge fund rich kind of. Is that like a lot of the people you named for were like stockbrokers and yeah, like stuff yeah, like that? No, one of I have a story where uh, I got into hockey when I was there. I never played hockey, kind of like you, you never really played basketball. So I started hockey. Not even not real, like not never. Okay, I never. well I never played hockey, and the girl that I went to New York with played college hockey. Okay, there. so she started having me play, and I was pretty decent. And this guy that we nannied for. Usually, I, usually I worked with his wife, but one night he asked us to come out and play with him because he was super rich and he wanted us to play with all his buddies. And she was really good, and I was good enough. And afterwards, he got drunk. And this is a story, true story, because I played poker and I gambled. I was pretty, I was a professional gambler for like a year and a half. Um, okay. But uh, anyway, so but that's this was after I lived in New York. I moved to Vegas after that. Long story short, he's sitting there and he's getting drunk and. He's telling me about how he was in college. When he was in college, he lost all his money. He had to work in the cafeteria playing poker because he loves poker too. And then I go, oh, do you play down? He's like, no, I can't get a high from that. And he goes, I've already lost $20 million this week, and it's Wednesday. <laughs> it my stock. <laughs> I knew you were right. Uh, you knew you were waiting for that. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, they were super rich. So then I was like, wait, I don't feel bad about stealing my food ever now. <laughs> Anything in your kitchen, always. Like, Hell yeah. yeah. I feel like that would be like one of the best things about being a nanny and stuff, like an in-house nanny, is like just full access to like rich people kitchens. Like, cause like those videos on like Instagram and TikTok of like them like restocking those fucking pantries, dude. Like first time I ever had a real orgasm was when I ate an organic grape in this lady's kitchen. <laughs> I thought it was a regular grape, ate it. And I was like, I, I just realized I've never eaten a grape and never had a real orgasm in my life till just now. <laughs> Their food is incredible. Rich people food is incredible. Dude. Kids in the other room, hopefully. Uh, yeah. No, they were asleep upstairs. Good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Didn't get any grape splooge on them. <laughs> <clears throat> so are you, uh, you going to do the open mic tonight? I don't know. Thinking about it. Last night I kind of had a little craziness. Went, yeah. Went a little dumb on stage. What'd you do last? Where'd you go? Uh, I went to the Napa one. And just oh, the there was just there was four comedians there. There was nobody there, so it was just uh, that's probably because it was Easter and everyone up just kind of <laughs> was like more like talking to each other or whatever. But I uh, always forget it's Easter. <laughs> I know that's not really a holiday I celebrate. I'm an atheist, but uh, yeah, I just kind of went a little stupid, I guess. Did you get like booed? No, <laughs> but I pissed off. Pissed one, off some one, rednecks. At least one comedian for sure, <laughs> but. I, I was just talking about drama and making jokes about the jokes I could never make in front of an audience. Mm. Like drama that I go through in the community and whatnot, which I thought that's what you do up on stage. You make jokes about the shit. And it's yeah. like, and it, obviously you're not going to badmouth another comedian until like an audience member or anything. Yeah. But it was literally three comedians. Like this. Yeah. It was a literally, it was, mm. there was two more people than there was here right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't realize I was going to piss them off as much. But I also didn't mean to do that. It wasn't like that was a plan. I just kind of. So then afterwards, I was like, I got to apologize to everybody. I hate, <laughs> I hate apologizing. I feel like if they're a real comedian, they won't care if yeah. you're on stage. They'd be like, he's just, he's, you know, bad night or something, or a weird yeah, night. Yeah, I mean, it'd be different if I was trying to, like, make, like, do it publicly or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I was like, it's, it's just three comedians and, like, I get ribbed on in front of audience members all the time. People will rib on me when I'm in the audience. Uh, countless times comedians will make, make jokes about me in the audience when we have an audience. Like, so I'm just like, what's going on, man? Is this the roast of Daniel Clark? Well, like, or what's look at him, right? <laughs> no joke. Well, like one comedian one time, because I wasn't laughing, 
well, I don't. I guess he blamed me for not laughing at his jokes. At the end of the set, he's like, maybe even Daniel Clark will laugh once in a while. And I was like, I couldn't say anything back. So I'm like, I'm not going to roast a comedian when he makes fun of me because that's how I got into this mess. Yeah, mm -hmm. the comedian was like ripping me for two minutes, talking to me on my second set ever, and I just kind of like talked back to him and I got into a bunch of drama, which I'm not going to bring up. <laughs> so, anyways, I think they kind of try to needle me whenever they see me in the audience. Mm. So I just, I honestly don't watch a ton of sets for that reason because if I'm there, then they'll just be like, oh. I'm just going to spend like 30 seconds on Daniel or at least make one joke about this guy yeah. for no reason at all. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is dumb. I'm just going to do my act. I want to be here to do comedy. Yeah, not totally. Here, not here to make drama. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's lame. Dan's cool. He has six kids. Yeah, man. Yeah, two of them. Literally, one of them, I never even had sex and had to raise this one. Yeah. <laughs> the other three, my girlfriend had sex with someone else and I'm raising those. So I'm a good guy, right? I and think. two of them I did get to have sex before. Nice. That's, that's Dan's the, had sex. Know. Dan's only made three of his kids, but he's still raising two. six. Two of his kids. Yeah, exactly. That makes me even better of a dude. I think so. <laughs> yeah. You For every kid you raise, you're like, give me two more. Yeah, it's like 20% more. I, I don't have a retirement, to be honest. So I am hoping one of them hits it big so they can you know, take care of me. I think that's how most parents are. <laughs> and, I, and I'm a numbers guy, so get as many as you can. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got kids who were girls I dated, single moms. I'm going to call up when I'm 60 if they hit it big. I'm like, remember, dude, I dated your mom for like four months. I bought you stuff. Give me like 10 grand. You remember that action figure I bought you? Exactly. I, I've hey, been a I love you. I've been a stepdad to many a single mom's kids for a short period of time. You're like a temp. Uh, what temp stepdad. Step no, I, temp I, I have a set about that. I don't want to get too far into that, but yes. You should I, make a business. <laughs> Uh, rent -a it's called yeah, rent -a called rent -a dad yeah. Yeah. yeah we're getting into it ah. uh, nah, we're not bad not. next topic <laughs> you're like jokes no oh man okay yeah man i feel that i feel like um that just like i don't know the whole like i've noticed a lot of times like it feels like the comedians like some of them try not to laugh at like jokes you know like and it's like if you think it's funny laugh at it and if you don't think it's funny don't laugh at it and there's nothing wrong with that that's what being an audience member is you know what i mean like i think you're there to judge the art yeah so if i'm there when i'm on stage i'm a comedian when i'm in the audience i'm an audience member yeah i'm not gonna heckle you or anything i'm gonna be more respectful than a regular audience member but i'm not gonna laugh at something i don't think is funny yeah, yeah. I, w I won't do that for you're a, like participating i won't do honest. that for a girl that's about to suck my dick i'm definitely not gonna do it for a <laughs> stage. yeah no i totally respect that yeah. i mean and also like if you're a true comedian you don't want a pity laugh, dude. You want to know if yeah. your shit is actually funny yeah. or if that you're just experiencing like audience. And like, I, I, I'm saying that as a person who laughs at almost every fucking joke, just because I laugh. Oh, I find a lot of shit funny. Like, yeah. and a lot of times, sometimes I'm not even laughing at the joke. I'm just laughing at like the way that they're delivering it or whatever. But like, uh, dude, honestly, I'm, I'm the worst person to judge like whether or not something is funny by because I think so much shit is funny that's probably not funny. Well, not necessarily true. You just it's totally subjective. Yeah. So exactly. for you, it is funny. It's when you, it's when you're sitting there like, do I like this guy? Do I not like this guy? Am I gonna laugh more or less? For me, like the whole drama with the guy, I'm not gonna bring it up. I've laughed at that dude's jokes so many times on stage. When yeah. I watch his set, I think he's one of the funnier dudes. Like mm -hmm. he comes up with some clever, and I'm like, dude, he's funny. And like like when I was in high school in the quarterback thing, I got in fist fights with the best receiver in the whole district. Literally, first team. We hated each other. And during games, people would look at me and go, 
man, you got to throw to Tarpley, dude. Make sure you throw to Tarpley. And finally, I had to turn to him, like other players, and I'd be like, listen, motherfuckers, I'm selfish. I'm egotistical. That kid is, kid is amazing. He's amazing. I don't care how much I hate him. When we're playing, I'm going to throw the ball to him every single time because he catches it. makes me look good. Don't you guys get that? Like, yeah. So if I'm on stage, I'd rather just say my joke, and if you, I just want an honest response. If you don't mm. think it's funny, don't laugh. Then I won't say it. Then I know. It's, all, it's the feedback. Exactly. I think especially at an open mic, there's like no room to be a dick like people are trying stuff that, and like you know people are nervous and it's all i don't know there's just anxiety all over the place and like if someone's just angry then it's no fun honestly like, i deal with it. i don't know if you guys can sense the energy when i'm on stage i'll be honest but i deal with a lot of that from the comics that don't like me if there's a certain amount of them there it just doesn't matter what i say they'll just sit there in silence so. Fuck you! Yeah, fuck you! I don't, I don't understand. Those people. My point is, is if you're not gonna leave, if you if you don't even want to laugh, why are you there? Just go, go out and have a cigarette or some shit. You know what I mean? I'd rather yeah. say my jokes to the wall mm -hmm. than somebody who's purposely sitting there trying to like sabotage me. <laughs> I think Dan's a piece of shit, but that's because I know he is. He's <laughs> not just because I think. <laughs> it's true. No, just, just. I had to submit a lot of information. A lot of back background check. He knows everything about me. So when was when was comic of the year? UA. Uh, I my well, I did uh March or yeah March. March. Yeah. Okay. And you don't know what place you get unless you get first or second. So I don't know how well I did. Okay. But I, I think I was up between first, second, third. I, where, I think I was in the running to get second. Where do they do that at? Mad Sweet. Uh, oh, they do. Yeah. I didn't even. It's really cool. It was awesome. Like, I had a good experience there. That's I cool. I was super nervous. Yeah. My best. I feel like, that at all, but. I feel like. I don't know about you, but like if it's like an event, there's like an added pressure to it, you know, than if it's just like another like mic night or whatever. Well, that's like, why I think like it was a lot different. I'd never done an event. Like mm -hmm. I'd never done a play in front of people. You got to think like a lot of the, almost e even people who've taken a comedy late in life, a lot of times they're actors or they're doing something. I've never done anything in the arts. Mm -hmm. So when I'm on stage, it's the first time I've been on stage talking into a mic. Yeah. Did you just like listen to stand up a lot? And that's yeah, what dude. I've, well, I've been writing jokes for like my whole life. Okay. I have been writing So jokes. you've like always had yeah, a passion yeah. for stand up and joke writing. So like really this is the whole comedy thing is to see if what I think that I've written down for 10 years is funny or not, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? But I'm not good enough of a performer yet to figure that out. Honestly, I would write jokes for other comedians and let them say them and I, just to see if they're funny. Mm -hmm. And be like, hey, this is my joke, but if you wanna go say it on stage and practice or whatever, or you think it's funny, or whatever. Or whatever yeah. I'm not even opposed to that because it's really about me finding out, you know what I mean? That's, for sure. That's what I care about, because. I feel that. It's <laughs> the whole point, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Have, can yeah. I say something? What say things. Um, say things. Have you noticed, like, since you started doing stand-up, since you started doing, like, more, like, performance, performing arts, like, has it, like, kind of changed, like, how you go about your daily life and, like, just how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis or, like... Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know? the reason I do it, too, is my mental health. It mm -hmm. helps. Like, I have OCD, insomnia, you know probably autism i have undiagnosed most likely and adhd and anxiety and ptsd and a lot of childhood trauma and a lot of stuff so i've been making jokes with me like the way we're joking now yeah if we knew each other for maybe another like like six shot. months <laughs> i would be joking with you a lot more and you'd be laughing a lot more just because that's for sure. me and my brothers got through it we mm -hmm. got a lot of like maybe like 10 years of trauma and stuff mm -hmm. so i've always wanted to be a comedian but it always seems so far away like it was out of reach 
And then, you know, when my dog died, I was like, you can do this. And it took a lot for me that first time. Once I did it once, it, it was easy almost. For sure. Because I've been in front of thousands of people playing basketball and football. Mm -hmm. And it's actually not hard to get on stage once you've done it for me because there's nobody up there trying to punch you in the face or headbutt you with a helmet or block your shot. Mm -hmm. You're just up there, dude. So it's really you against you, which is, uh, to me, not easier, but just less physical, less intimidating. There's, yeah. not, there's not someone there trying to stop you. Does that make sense? There's well, just, you can only stop you, or you have bad material or whatever, but... And there's also, like, the less, like, there's no team element. Like, you're not, like, you don't have to rely on, like, a bunch of other people to show, like, other than the audience, you know? But, like, you can control what you can control. Yeah, no, well, I... Exactly, but from like I don't hate to go back to the sports, but I pitched too. That was probably what I liked to do the most, mm -hmm. more than anything. And I told people I'm like because it's the it's a team game, but I control almost everything. Mm -hmm. And I would pitch the complete game every game in a row for, and I would, they would never pull me because I would control the game so well, and I, that's what I liked about it. To be honest, like orchestrating it. So that's what I like. About, I like about really love jokes when. You're not nervous and you're up there and you can see that you're setting the audience up or something. You can see they're not seeing it coming. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they're going around that current and, and you're going to say it. And some of them are going to be like, ooh, that was gross or that was funny or that was stupid. But you still tricked them. Like, that's mm -hmm. the whole point. And then a, a lot of them will laugh. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for point. sure. The whole reason. So, like, seeing that in their eyes is what, like, really like makes me be like, oh, no. When I wrote this down two hours ago, this is how I saw it. It's actually working. Mm -hmm. They're confused. Um, but I also did sales for like 10 years. Word. Like I was a pretty good salesman. So I got really good at like, like phone sales or door to door? Yeah, cell phone sales, door to door. But I was really good at cell phone. Like you, they, people would come in big groups and I would entertain eight, 10 people on, you know, taking five, oh, okay. $3,000 yeah. from them, $2,000. Mm -hmm. So you get really good at like building a rapport. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's kind of what's been tough for me is I haven't got enough time, I feel like. Not like like, like networking like, with like just on stage or just like on, at okay. a not like not like time overall because there's a ton of open mics and I mm -hmm. love it but like three minutes is hard to go up there and build anything for sure even a good salesman can't build a rapport in three minutes like you know what I mean? so like on stage you're not like even one on one with anybody mm -hmm. so it's really hard to be like hey get to know who I am in this amount of time and then understand why these jokes are funny you know what I mean like from my perspective whereas if you have like ten minutes you can spend. Give some context. Ninety seconds, yeah. Like for sure, yeah. I feel that. I uh, I would. I feel like you can build some rapport in under three minutes as a salesperson. But I did sales for a long time, and I did like cold call sales. Yeah. Like where I had to like call business owners and stuff, and like try to get them to like meet with me. Like well, at I'm a later you date can't and build stuff. Rapport, but they're just willing to meet with you. They're not willing to buy that product yeah, in three minutes. For I'm sure. saying you, because I could do a sell in 10 minutes. Yeah. Actually buy the product. Mm -hmm. They'll sign it, but I can't do it in three. Yeah. Nobody, I feel will, what you buy mean. So, nobody will buy something yeah, in three minutes. I see what you mean. They'll get to know you. They'll like you, but then they'll be like, cool, let's talk again because mm -hmm. you need more time. Yeah, exactly. But three minutes, no one's getting them to sign it out of line. In three I get what you mean. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so. Who's your favorite comedian? Uh, David Spade, actually. Really? Yeah, one of the first guys. I've, seen a few different people live, but David Spade was the first time well, I saw him when I was like 21 where I was like, I'm going to do this someday, man. He was Here? the funniest guy. No, I was in Vegas when I was doing my thing. Okay. And uh, it was really cool, actually, because he had a special opener. wasn't on the ticket. Uh, Chris Farley's brother. 
Uh, uh, that's cool. And he did a whole set, and half of it was impersonating his brother, and it was so weird. Oh, it was like watching man. Chris Farley on yeah, stage. Yeah, that's crazy. After he had passed away. And yeah. Stuff. And then David Spade out. David Spade came out and just was the funniest dude I'd ever seen. I was like, I I love David Spade too. Like all when I was younger, I liked all of his movies and stuff. Like, uh, what's the one where he plays like the child actor, Dicky? Uh, uh, yeah, little Dicky. Something like mm. that. Yeah. No, that's that's what's the called. child little, star, little, little Dicky child, child star. star. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or former child star. Yeah, former child star. That yeah. movie is so fucking funny, dude. Oh, yeah. been a while. Oh man. I liked him in Joe Dirt. That was yeah. Joe favorite. Dirt was a classic I for sure. Quote that all the time. But uh, he's yeah. But I didn't even know he did stand up until I was in Vegas. I knew him from his movies, and, mm-hmm. I, and I got free tickets because I, you know, like I said, I gambled a lot, and so I took my brother. And it was <laughs> that, like the best night of our life. We're like, yeah, Dang, that's dude. sick. So then after that, I, I already knew I wanted to do stand up. I loved it, but I was like, I could do it, man, because I looked at him. He's just a human. Once you see him close, you're like, this is awesome. But he's also human. I can see his hands. <laughs> he's not like some <laughs> alien. Those. I yeah, think that's dude. something that like growing up in small towns, you like get like. And, and like, this is something that, like, happens in Europe, too, and stuff, because, like, you don't have that, like, easy access to, like, stars and stuff and, like, don't see them, like, in your everyday life. Like, New Yorkers and people in L.A. aren't, don't have, like, that star-struckedness to them that, like, small-town folks get because, like, it seems so out of reach, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what it is. Like, I didn't... I knew how to move to New York, and I knew how, how to be a professional gambler, but I never knew how to, like... There was no like, hey, this is how you become a comedian from Blackfoot. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, this is how you become an actor or whatever. Obviously, it's moved to LA and this and that in your head, but then you're like, well, I don't know anybody in LA or this and that. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, it's just about putting yourself out there locally, you know, and like the internet, the internet, and with, like yeah, researching it. It's cool. What's going on with COVID? And then my dog, I I had researched open mics before here and there when the liquids was open. Yeah, I just didn't have enough confidence, and it's still like, liquid hey, there's was like the shit. Max was, was a big liquid fan. Nice. Yeah, and uh, but then COVID happened, so when I came back, I was like, you know what? They're here. You know, they started somewhere. It's right here. You're just, yeah. you're just telling yourself you don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. You do. It just it's hard. You know Nobody I mean? knows how. Ex- yeah, exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> well, shit, dude. We're about at our uh, our cap here. Okay. But uh, do you have any? last things and or plugs and or stories and or just um, just to end with some heat you know some heat uh i issued a basketball challenge to all the comedians on uber spicy that i thought everybody would at least somebody would uber you know, spicy is another another local. podcast uh and she said she was gonna clip it she did and put it on the internet and it was a basketball challenge that i would play anybody in the comedian community one-on-one and give them five to one odds bet them 50 bucks You'd want my ass. And, uh, but no, but this is all stupid. But it got brought up because casually, like months ago, I got brought up that, oh, when Nate was doing the Idaho Center, Mm. I said that I, yeah, I'd played there before. And Uh, they were like, oh, you're good at basketball. And I was like, yeah. And I didn't like, I just didn't like, wasn't modest. I was like, yeah, I'm really good. Mm Because I wasn't trying to like, you know, white men can't jump, I'm hustling. <laughs> so then they're like, oh, we could all beat you. I'm like, listen, guys, I know what I look like, but I'm not, I'm telling you, I'm really good. So then I, when I went on Uber Spicy, I told the story to this uh, them, and, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll issue a challenge. Just DM in the group. I'll play anybody. <laughs> and it's been silent. So there's some heat. I heat. feel like if five to one. Five to one odds. That means if you beat me, I give you 50 bucks. And if you lose, you give me 10. And you know what, Jack? This is what Jack Wheeler said, right? From Blackfoot? Mm-hmm. 
when I told him I feel him like this. Jack could probably This is what he said. Play and this is what he said and has and then hasn't hasn't wanted to do the challenge though, right? Jack's 20 years old. Yeah, okay. He said, <laughs> "Is there a cap on the money?" And I go, "As much as you want." And he goes, "$1,000." And I go, "Yeah, but if you lose, you have to pay me 200. You get that, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, I'll bet at you as much as you want to bet, dude." And so then you say that and then don't even answer the challenge? That's a little weird. Hmm. <laughs> so you're saying you guys might have a one-on-one -on -one and we'll film it and produce it and put it on here <laughs> I've had a couple of duper spicy said anyone do you, anybody I don't care who wants to film it you guys can all film it cool yeah but yeah film it produce it put it on here that'll be fun to a post show have you, you seen know, Rick Gla do you know Rick Glassman he's a stand-up um, comedian like famous stand-up comedian sounds pretty familiar I probably know he has a video and he's also very good at basketball and he made a video that's like, I am phenomenal. I am phenomenal, like the Eminem song. <laughs> oh, dude. oh, really? Okay, I gotta Google this after. And uh, yeah, you should watch it. You'll like it. But uh, yeah, I would. Oh man, I'm kind of picturing it in my head right now. '80s montage video of Jack getting ready and you getting ready, and then we go down to the park and fucking Ooh, park. throw Even down. <laughs> I have three words. Synth, synth, synth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> synth? Synth. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I get you. Yeah. Oh, synth. All right. Well, you're saying Sith, like the big uh, Diablo 4. That's, oh, that's a that's Star Wars. That's a scythe. Oh, scythe. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, I just thought you were saying it wrong. My bad. Oh, yeah. oh Sith. Star Sith Wars. is from Star Wars. Yeah, that's even more nerdy. You went, I went nerdy. You went second level. Well, actually, I don't know what more nerdy. Star Wars. Star Wars is like a cultural that's less nerdy. revolution. Yeah, that's less nerdy. For sure. That is. You're right. You're just um, you're just from Blackfoot and thinking of farming equipment. <laughs> well, <laughs> and with that, this is Dan, and he Boom. is a father. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, dude. Thank you. <laughs> this has been the Pretty Good Podcast. Have a pretty good week. Hands off to you.